and welcome to episode number 151 of the Savvy Social Podcast. This show is brought to you by FanBooster by Traject, which is the world's most complete social media management tool, and it's my tool of choice when it comes to scheduling, managing, and especially reporting on social media. Try them out for yourself for free by clicking the link in the show notes or in the description. Now, y'all, I'm excited to talk about TikTok today because I'm surprised that I haven't talked about it yet here on the podcast. My own personal journey with TikTok started at the beginning of this pandemic, like many of you. I um, had a little bit extra time and decided to explore this platform that I previously was ignoring. Honestly, when I first opened the app, it was a little abrasive to me. Videos just started playing. I closed it and was like, that was weird. <laughs> I don't, I'm not interested. Hopefully it'll die. Uh, but it hasn't. And I want to talk about that in this episode. But for those of you who are wondering, what is TikTok? How did this thing even start? It's actually been around for a little while. Um, it was formerly called Musical.ly, which was definitely more music focused for the teens, uh, for the younger generation. Uh, but it was purchased by another company that eventually became TikTok. And all of the users just kind of migrated along that journey, which is why there is that kind of large user base. Um, and a lot of that this started in China because it was um, developed and purchased by a Chinese company. Now, TikTok is a little bit different from other social media platforms in that it's video focused. So it's focused on short form video and it used to be up to a minute. So between 15 seconds and a minute. Now it's up to three minutes, which I personally don't agree with. But anyways, three minutes long videos, all vertical videos. And TikTok really has simplified the video creation process because you can create some really interesting content without having to learn another video app. They have lots of filters and transitions and things that you can add to your video to really make it very creative. TikTok has really simplified the video creation process. So for a lot of creators who maybe were using external apps, all of that has been extremely simplified so that as a user, you can have a lot of editing capabilities within the app. Things like transitions and filters and sounds and all sorts of things that really make that process a lot easier for those of you who create content. Um, total side note, if you're not watching these on YouTube, you got to go check it out because Gibson is in the background and I'll leave it at that. For those of you who listen to the podcast, pop on over to YouTube, get a little, little sample of a Gibson. Anyways, these videos start playing automatically as soon as you download the app, which I did not like at first and, and I still kind of um, hesitate to use. And I honestly thought the app wouldn't work as well because of that, because of the way people use social media. Typically, we're watching videos with the sound off um, and we're kind of like scrolling and, and observing. Uh, but we do this while we multitask. Maybe we're watching TV or maybe you're working or something like that. Whereas TikTok, the sound starts playing when you start the app. So my first thought was, nobody's going to want to use this because it, there isn't a way to multitask. But it's turned into more of a YouTube style content creation space because you go to watch the videos, which I find interesting. Now, I'll say this. I did an episode on Clubhouse recently. Not really a fan of Clubhouse. TikTok for me is the exact opposite. I love 
it. I'm having so much fun uh, exploring this new app. Um, it's one of the best algorithms I've ever seen, which is one of my main reasons for loving TikTok. You could literally scroll for hours because TikTok's algorithm rewards great content and it delivers the exact content you want to see. So it does take a little while to learn your habits. I would say it took me about three to five days of scrolling through TikTok for TikTok to start, okay, yeah, this is what she likes. I'm going to give her more of this. And it is just amazing. It has become part of my routine now at the end of the day. When I'm winding down, I head to TikTok and I'm like, what do I want to see today, TikTok? And it delivers me exactly that. It reminds me of um, Stumble Upon. Do you guys remember Stumble Upon? This was an app. This was pre Instagram. This was like early days internet where you would put in your likes, your interests, and go to this website and you would just click and it would show you websites across the internet that were related to your interests. So as a blogger, I like submitting my own blog so that more people could find them. But as a consumer, I loved clicking through and going, what am I going to see next today? What am I going to explore next today? Um, it kind of has that vibe a little bit, like TikTok has that stumble upon vibe. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the pros and cons of TikTok, and I'm going to be diving deeper uh, in the Savvy Social School. So I'm going to put this podcast episode in the Savvy Social School for those of you who are in the school, but we will be diving deeper into like how to strategically use TikTok in our TikTok Savvy course, which we're working on right now, which is just so fun to be able to, like, like what I like about TikTok is it, for me, it adds the fun back into social media. Some of the things where I was starting to feel dragged by social media kind of is a little bit of a bright spot again. And so we're going to talk about um, how to use this actually as a tool to grow your business, right? Like there's the side of TikTok where we play and then there's the side of TikTok where we work. So let's talk about the work bit for now. Um, so the pros of TikTok, that algorithm is so spot on that as a content creator, you can come in, create amazing content, and it'll be delivered exactly to the right person. There's no need to get fancy with the content creation either. In fact, what I'm noticing is those videos that have almost like a mistake to them or something unexpected or a twist, like they're not perfectly polished. Those are the ones that tend to perform well. Um, so you don't have to be polished, but if you are, there's also a lot of space for that. Like I like cooking. I'm on cooking TikTok now. And um, one of the cooking videos I saw was like perfection. This guy is like creating a meal and he's got it to, to like a beat, like half a second video clips showcasing his whole creation process. It was a beautiful thing to see. I cannot imagine how much time that took. So if you wanted to get fancy with it, you could. Also, being in the know will get you very far on TikTok. I'll talk more of this as a con, but as a pro, as a business owner, if you can tap into the language of TikTok, whew, you're on the right track. Um, and then as a marketer, I'm also noticing that it's not ruined yet. <laughs> TikTok still feels fresh and new, and there aren't a bunch of ads and marketers kind of using the app wrong. <laughs> so it feels it feels fun and fresh and new and organic. Now, Let's get to the cons of TikTok, because if you don't know the language, if you aren't in the app, you'll stand out like a sore thumb. 
And so there's this, it's almost like a cult-like experience when you first join TikTok where there's a different language. People are referencing things in the comments that don't make any sense. There is a style of video that's that's very specific to TikTok. You can't just take a video you made for YouTube and like paste it into TikTok. Doesn't quite work that well. And there's a there's an atmosphere. And it, and if you don't pick up on that right away as a brand, there's a lot of danger in joining in this app and and trying to fit in and missing the mark. It's almost like um when I start talking to Gen Z and I'm like, "What's cool these days?" I'm like, "I am 31 years old. I should not be trying to talk to a 17-year-old. I don't know their language. I don't even know what's cool or what's not. I don't know. So it can feel a little bit out of place, a little bit out of place. Um, so as a brand, you have to be mindful of that. Also, one of the cons of TikTok as brands is that it's similar to Instagram in that there's not direct links. So when you post a video... You can't just have in the caption a link that people can click. It doesn't work that way. So if someone's interested in something that you offer, they have to go to your bio and click the link in your bio. So very similar to Instagram. The difference being that the culture of the app isn't quite click the link in the bio yet. Like Instagram, that's very natural, I find, very natural progression. And then uh, TikTok not as natural. So there's a, quite a few steps to get someone to take action. And what I've noticed is um, that product videos do really well. So if you have a product-based business, like you sell uh, clothing or you sell uh, beauty products or you sell um, anything like that, those do really well. But the tracking element, I, I think, would be very hard. Um, for example, we have a client who um, posted, they're in the beauty space, posted a video on TikTok, did very well. We could clearly see like a spike in sales, but there is no tracking because that video got remixed and reshared and a lot of people watched it. They did not click any links. They just went to wherever they wanted to buy it and they bought it. Amazon mostly. So when you think about the tracking element it is challenging, but products have gone viral on TikTok and made a space for themselves just from the users using the products and talking about them. Again, marketers have not ruined this yet. <laughs> so I think that's why it's working. If this were some sort of product placement scenario, don't think it would work as well. Or maybe it is. Maybe there's just large campaigns that I don't notice are ads yet. And still, I'm okay with that because marketers haven't ruined it yet. The last thing I'll talk about on, on this con section of TikTok is that it moves at hyper speed. So TikTok's moving very fast. Um, memes are getting remixed and remade within hours, minutes of starting. And if you don't keep up with it, it's old already. I remember watching videos when I first started watching March 2020. <laughs> we all know the start of this global apocalypse here in apocalypse. Oh, my God. Slip of the tongue. But really, was that wrong? Global pandemic here in North America, at least. Um, all of the lockdowns happen. I turned to TikTok. I consumed a lot of TikTok videos in that first month. I've kept up with the habit a little bit, um, especially since now I'm studying it for, for work. There are trends that were on trend back in March 2020 that just a year later don't make any sense and feel ancient now. So trends move at hyper speed. So 
What that means is as a business, if you see a trend and then you decide to recreate it next week and then you schedule it to post the week after, you may be too late. Okay, you may be too late for the platform. And that is the biggest con I see right now with brands being on TikTok for your business. The last thing I'll say, generally speaking, if you're deciding to be on TikTok um, and you don't create video content, don't worry about it. It's a video-focused platform. If you're not used to creating video content, it is a hurdle to cross and it may be a challenge for you. But if you create video content in other places, if you're creating Instagram Reels, for instance, already, there's great ways you can repurpose those to TikTok. Um, If you're used to doing Instagram Stories or YouTube Video or LinkedIn Live or any other type of video content, you're used to producing content in that way, learning how to use TikTok as a tool to grow your business could be an amazing uh, resource and reference for you. Again, specifically those of you who are product-based, but I do see a lot of influencers and people who are um, personality brands do very well on the platform. Just know tracking your success, still new, still very hard. Um, So I don't have any data at all to prove that TikTok works as a tool to grow your business other than anecdotal stories at this point. So from one marketer to another, proceed with caution, something that I recommend for my clients as well. If we're already doing video, let's try it. If not, shelve it. If we're already creating Instagram reels, let's repost them as TikToks and see how they work or vice versa um, and really start exploring those different areas. Because TikTok rewards great content, if you are a business and you don't produce good content, no one's going to see it. And if they do see it, the algorithm's going to quickly decide that It's not great content because it doesn't work on the app. Um, And so if you don't have the time to kind of creating content that really connects, and by great content, I do mean connection. I'm not talking about overly produced. I'm talking about people feel seen. They feel like you hear them. They understand them. You made them laugh. You made them think differently. That sort of great content. It's not lighting. It's not video production. It's like the core essence of that content. If you can't do that, you may be wasting your time on TikTok. I hope that helps you as you decide on TikTok for you and your business. Like I said, if you're producing video, go for it. If not, maybe hold off. I am exploring TikTok myself. Come join me at Online Drea on TikTok. I am exploring creating different styles and types of videos. And actually, we created a second channel for the school. It's at Savvy Social School, where we're doing, um, we're testing out a very specific strategy to grow that account. So far, it's doing very well. Myself and my program coordinator, Katie, is on that account. We're showing up and doing the dang thing. So if you want a little case study, come hang out with us there. And with that, I will end our podcast episode for today. Thank you so much for joining us and make sure you rate and review. Honestly, it's because of you, dear listener, that we are able to produce and continue producing this show. Thank you for listening and showing up. And if you feel so inclined, definitely leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate you and everything you do. I will see you next week. I am interviewing Teresa. I was on her podcast. She's amazing a wealth of knowledge. We vibed very well together. And um, I really like how she breaks down her strategy. Honestly, 
we have a lot of the same philosophies. She just used different examples, different stories. And listen to this episode because I promise you, you will get so much from it. So that will be next week and I will see you then. Bye for now.